Good morning. Good morning. We have uh, it's Tuesday, March twenty second, and we have First Samuel thirteen and fourteen in Psalm eighty one. I guess we are officially spring now. So today or yesterday? But let's ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for. This day, we just ask that you would open our eyes, open our hearts to your word this morning, and uh, just fill us with your spirit right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. Okay, 1 Samuel chapter 13. Saul lived one year and then became king, and when he had reigned for two years over Israel, Saul chose 3,000 men of Israel. 2,000 with, were with Saul in Michmash and the hill country of Bethel, and the thousand were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin. The rest of the people he sent home, every man to his tent. Jonathan defeated the garrison of the Philistines that was at Geba, and the Philistines heard of it. And Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. And, and all Israel heard it said that Saul had defeated the garrison of the Philistines, and also that Israel had become a stench to the Philistines, and the people were called out to join Saul at Gilgal. And the Philistines mustered to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen and troops like the sand on the seashore in multitude. They came up and encamped in Michmash to the east of Beth-Avon. When the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble, for the people were hard-pressed, the people hid themselves in caves and in holes and in rocks and in tombs and in cisterns. And some Hebrews crossed the fords of the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. Saul was still at Gilgal and all the people followed him trembling. He waited seven days, the time appointed by Samuel, but Samuel did not come to Gilgal and the people were scattering from him. So Saul said, bring the burnt offering here to me and the peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering, and as soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him and greet him, and Samuel said, What have you done? And Saul said, When I saw that the people were scattering from me, and that you did not come within the days appointed, and that, and that the Philistines had mustered at Michmash, I said, Now the Philistines will come down against me at Gilgal, and I have not sought the favor of the Lord. So I forced myself and offered the burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God with which he commanded you. For then the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever, but now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be the prince over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. And Saul arose and went up from Gilgal, and the rest of the people went up after him, after Saul, to meet the army, they went up from Gilgal to Gibeah of Benjamin. And Saul numbered the people who were present with him, about 600 men. And Saul and Jonathan his son and the people who were present with him stayed in Gibeah of Benjamin. But the Philistines encamped in Michmash. And raiders came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned towards Oprah. Orphra. To the land of Shual, another company turned towards Beth Horon, and another company turned towards the border that looked down on the valley of Zeboim toward the wilderness. Now there was no 
blacksmith to be found throughout all the land of Israel. For the Philistines said, Let the Hebrews make themselves swords or spears, lest the Hebrews make themselves swords and spears. But every one of the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen his plowshare, his mat, mattocks, his axe, or his sickle. And the charge was two-thirds of a shekel for the plowshare <clears throat> and for the mattocks, and a third of a shekel for the sharpening the axes and for setting the goads. So on the day of the battle, there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people with Saul and Jonathan, but Saul and Jonathan, his son, had them. And the garrison of the Philistines went out to the pass of Michmash. Chapter 14. One day, Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who carried his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistine garrison on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Saul was staying in the outskirts of Gibeah in the pomegranate cave at Migron. The people who were with him were about 600 men, including Ahijah, the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, son of Phinehas, son of Eli, the priest of the Lord at Sh in Shiloh, wearing an ephod. And, in, and the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. Within the passes by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistine garrison, there was a rocky crag on the one side of the rocky crag, on one side, and a rocky crag on the other side. And the name of the one was Boses, and the name of the other, Senna. The one crag rose on the north <clears throat> in front of Michmash, and the other on the south in front of Gibeah, or Geba. Jonathan said to the young man who carried his armor, Come, let us go over to the Ge <coughs> Excuse me. Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, saving by many or by few. And his armor bearer said to him, Do all that is in your heart. Do as you wish. Behold, I am with your heart, with you, heart and soul. Then Jonathan said, Behold, we will cross over to the men, and we will show ourselves to them. If they say to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place, and we will not go up to them. But if they can, if they say, Come up to us, then we will go up. For the Lord has given them into our hand, and this shall be the sign to us. Both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Look, Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they have hidden themselves. And the men of the garrison hailed Jonathan and his armor-bearer and said, Come up to us, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said to his armor-bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Then Jonathan climbed up on his hands and feet, and his armor-bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan, and his armor-bearer killed them after him. And that was first strike which Jonathan and his armor-bearer made, killed about 20, 20 men within, as it were, half a furrow's length in an acre of land. And there was a panic in the camp, in the field, and among the people. The garrison and even the raiders trembled. The earth quaked, and it became a very great panic. And the watchmen of Saul in Gibeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude was dispersing here and there. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, Count and see who has gone from us. And when they had counted, behold, Jonathan and his armor bearer were not there. So Saul said to Ahijah, Bring the ark of God here, for the ark of God went at that time with the people of Israel. Now Saul was talking to the priests, the tolment of the, the tolment, uh, 
in the camp of the Philistines increased more and more. So Saul said to the priests, Withdraw your hand. Then Saul and all the people who were with him rallied and went into the battle. And behold, every Philistine sword was against his fellow, and there was great, very great confusion. Now the Hebrews, who had been with the Philistines before that time, who had gone up with them into the camp, even they also turned to be with the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, when all the men of Israel who had hidden themselves in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines were fleeing, they too followed hard after them in battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle passed beyond beth And the men of Israel had been hard-pressed that day. So Saul laid an oath on the people, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food until it's, it is evening, and I am avenged of my enemies. So none of the people had tasted food. Now when the people came to the forest, behold, there was honey on the ground. And when the people entered the forest, behold, the honey was dropping, but none, but no one put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard his father's charge. But Jonathan had not heard his father's char- heard his father charge the people with the oath. So he put out the tip of the staff that was in his hand and dipped it into the honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes became bright. Then one of the people said, Your father strictly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food this day. And the people were faint. Then Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. See how my eyes have become bright because I tasted a little of this honey. How much better if the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies that they found for none for now. The defeat among the Philistines has not. For now, the defeat among the Philistines has not, has not been great. They struck down the Philistines that day from Michmash to uh, Agilon, and the people were very faint. The people pounced on the spoil and took sheep and oxen and calves and slaughtered them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, Behold, the people are sinning against the Lord by eating with the blood. And he said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a great stone to me here. And Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people and say to them, Let every man bring his ox or his sheep and slaughter them here and eat. Do not sin against the Lord by eating with the blood. So every one of the people brought his ox with him that night, and they slaughtered them there. And Saul built an altar to the Lord, and it was the first altar that he built to the Lord. Then Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night and plunder them until the morning light. Let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatever seems good to you. But the priest said, Let us draw near to God here. And Saul inquired of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you give them into the hand of Israel? But he did not answer him that day. And Saul said, Come here, all you leaders of the people, and know and see how this sin has arisen today. For as the Lord lives who saves Israel, though it been, though it be... Uh, in Jonathan, my son, he shall surely die. But there has not been a man among all the people who answered him. Then he said to all Israel, You shall be on one side, and I and Jonathan, my son, will be on the other side. And the people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said, O Lord God of Israel, why have you not answered your servant this day? If the guilt is in me or in Jonathan, my son, O Lord God of Israel, give Urim. But if this guilt is in your people, Israel, give Thummim. And Jonathan and Saul were taken, but the people escaped. Then Saul said, Cast the lot between me and my son Jonathan, and Jonathan was taken. 
Then Saul said to Jonathan, what have you done? And Jonathan told him, I tasted a little honey with the tip of my tip of the staff that was in my hand. Here I am, I will die. And Saul said, God, do so to me and more also. You shall surely die, Jonathan. Then the people said to Saul, shall, shall Jonathan die who has worked this great salvation in Israel? Far from it. As the Lord lives, there shall not be one hair of his head fall to the ground, for he has worked with God this day. So the people ransomed Jonathan, so he did not die. Then Saul went up from pursuing the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. When Saul had taken the kingship over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab, against the Ammonites, against Edom, against the kings of Zobah, against the Philistines. Wherever he turned, he, he routed them. And he did valiantly and struck the Amalekites and delivered Israel out of the hands of those who plundered them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan, Ishvi, and Malkishua, and the names of his two daughters were these. The names of the firstborn born was Merib, and the name of the younger, Michael. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, and the daughter of Ahimaaz. And the name of the commander of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. There was hard fighting against the Philistines all the days of Saul, and when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he attached himself to him. Psalm 81, Oh, that my people would listen to me, is the title. To the choir master, according to the Giddeth of Asaph. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. Raise a song. Sound the tambourine. The sweet lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon. At the full moon on our feast day. For it is a statute for Israel. A rule of the God of Jacob. He made a decree in Joseph when he went out over the land of Egypt. I hear a language that I had not known. I, re I relived, I relieved your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah, Selah. Hear, O oh my people, while I admonish you, O oh, Israel, if you would but listen to me, there shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow down to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels, Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe towards him, and their fate would last forever. But he would feed you with the finest of the wheat, and with honey from the rock I would satisfy you. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for being our God, for being our provider, Lord. Help us to not be like Israel and not try to walk in our own ways, Lord. Help us to have our ears opened, to listen to you, to follow your leading, to your guiding, to walk in your ways, Lord. 
that you would subdue the enemy, Lord, the ruler of this world, Lord, that you would push back his ground, Lord, that you would take ground from him, Lord, that you would expand your kingdom on this earth, that you would bring more and more people into your kingdom, into your household, Lord. Father, accomplish your will on this earth. Do as you desire to do. And Lord, help us to just be in tune with you, to be along, uh, along for the ride. Lord, not trying to go our own way, trying to do our own thing, even if it's we think we're doing something in your name for you. And uh, Lord, we want to be in tune with what you want to do. We want to do it in your way, your direction, Lord. And so, Lord, help us to just have ears to hear that. Lord, help us to be flexible, Lord. Give us patience to, to wait on you, Lord, to wait for that direction, Lord. Uh, if there's a step that you've given us to, to take, Lord, to move in, Lord, then help us take that step, Lord. Help us to move forward in what you're calling us to do, Lord. Lord, so often I know you you give us the one step to, to take, one step at a time, until, and then you'll give us the next one. Sometimes, sometimes we don't hear that step, or we just don't think it's a big deal, or we don't want to do it, or whatever it is, Lord. But just, Lord, help us to, to take that step, Lord, and... Lord, just thank you for leading and guiding us, Lord. Just reveal to each one of us what that step is, that next step that you have for us to take, Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we lift up those that are uh, suffering, um, Al, we thank you that his uh, appointment and was favorable, Lord, that uh, everything looks well, that they removed the bandages, Lord, that he's able to drive some, so and encouraged to walk. And so, Lord, we just ask that you give Al that uh, strength, Lord, to push through the pain and to, uh, to do uh, what, what the doc follow the doctor's orders, Lord, as far as the rehabilitation goes, Lord, and, uh, and so, Lord, we just ask that your healing hand would continue in Al's back. Thank you for the successful surgery, and Lord, we just ask that the pain would just get less and less and less until it's completely gone, Lord, and that you'd strengthen his back and that you, this, uh, uh, that his body would just accept these new, the discs and the, and the, uh, Hardware in there, Lord, holding everything together, Lord. We just ask that it would just be a very, uh, um, it would just be a, a perfect fix, Lord, for, for his back, relieving that pain that he's been suffering with for so long, Lord. So we lift him up to you. We lift up Lynn to you with the vertigo, Lord, and thank you that uh, 
Uh, it has had gotten better this last week, but we just ask, Lord, you continue to heal him, that you would uh, imagine he'd be going to the doctor maybe this today or this week, Lord, to uh, just seek some further direction, Lord. Give the doctor wisdom on how to treat Lynn, on how to get rid of that vertigo, Lord. And, and Lord, we just ask that you be with Pam and, and just give her... Uh, Peace, Lord. Very difficult time, Lord. She's just uh, understanding, Lord. Help her to just uh, just be okay with uh, not understanding, Lord, with uh, just this uh, affliction that she's going through, Lord. That we just uh, give her peace, Lord. We ask that you be with Pastor Bob, Lord, and give him peace, Lord, with the, just the loss of his wife, Lord. And so we just, Dana, we just ask that you just uh, continue to uh, comfort him, Lord. And I know he's uh, just kind of keeping busy with this uh, this house and moving forward with that, Lord. And, so, Lord, we just ask that you just uh, give him peace as he just works through, uh, in his way, Lord, the grief and and the loss, Lord. And, uh, Father, uh, with uh, uh, Clay and Michaela and just the loss of the dog again, Lord, it's just when the uh, dog is part of the family, an animal is part of the family, Lord. It's, it is a, it's a devastating loss. And so, Lord, we just... Comfort them in this uh, time of grief, Lord. And uh, Lord, just be with us today. Help us to glorify you, to, to uh, reflect you to those around us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have a great day.